0: This is interesting. It's probably not overly surprising, but Phil Gould has jumped on television last night and given him a whack. Every time he scores a try, every time he does something in our game, people are going to refer to the fact he's going to rugby. Why do we need that? Go now. Don't let the door hit you on the ass on the way out. Go. Go, go now. Go on. <laughs> he's made his decision. You sign a contract for rugby 18 months before his league contract ends. You can't sign with any other rugby league club in that time. You can only sign somewhere else. He's made his decision. I have nothing against the kid. I've loved having him in the NRL. He's a tremendous athlete and is great for the game, but he's decided to be a rugby player. Bye-bye. Off you go.
1: Field gold. <laughs> <laughs> so good He's always just uh, Straight to the point And they feel good Gold Phil Gould doesn't shy away from the Conversation But in re- regards to the Roosters How do they approach this Kempi? Like The Roosters Have got a decision for 18 months out He's You can't afford to lose him With the <laughs> impact you? he has On the game But could you imagine? But what like, do
2: you do? Could you imagine? Seriously. With well, a roosters' salary cap. So there's already already a massive discussion about how you can justify their salary cap currently. And they said that and they say on the back of this, no, we signed him, like then you would have massive you'd have massive uproar. I just think personally that they, the roosters went, no way in the world, go, mate. No no one in the competition is gonna pay that. So we'll see you when you wanna come back and you're only gonna be twenty four.
0: I actually read, I think you guys will find this really interesting. I don't know how, I, I, I haven't confirmed this myself, but I read this in one of the papers, that S- Joseph, he, he when he left school, the family, when he was leaving and being courted by the Rabbitohs and the Australian Rugby League, uh, sorry, Australian Rugby, when that was going on, they said that they wanted a $200,000 a year deal to go to rugby and they didn't want to give it to him straight out of school. Instead, they've had to pay 1.6 for him two years later. So from a yep. like an asset management point of view, what an incredible turn of events for um, the people involved with, like the kid, making him, you know, the decision-making involved here, go to NRL, completely boost your stats and contract years and come back and sign... Eight times of what you wanted initially, mm. but Australian rugby—they didn't. I don't know how. I don't know how confirmed that is and how sourced that is, but that was apparently the demand when he was initially in. And who knows? Maybe he then would have taken that two hundred thousand dollar contract to the uh, the Rabbitohs and signed a two hundred fifty thousand dollar one anyway. But that was apparently the initial ask to play rugby. So whatever way you look at it, Australian Those rugby surprises. has paid has paid sickening overs here. They have paid. They have paid a tax on. So Ali, uh, that is pretty much unprecedented.
2: It's not the they're not the no only surprises. they're not the only one, Louis. It's it's really good. Uh, I think. What do you what would you call that? Like um, signing for a young bloke when you can get him, Roger tuivasa Sheik's a prime example. Like signing out of the 2010 schoolboy tournament for 100,000 dollars to Sydney Roosters. That was cheap. That was cheap when he had to come back to the Warriors um, for mega dollars to sign him back out of that. That uh, that Sydney Roosters side. So, mate, it happens all the time that um, that type of recruitment. The one, this the, the problem with this jo- Joseph Sawali one is that uh, asuli one is that he has just changed the the um, the shape of contracts in both NRL and in rugby. Like managers now, they will be going and knocking. On. I can guarantee you, the Australian Rugby Union have like 10, 10 other players that they're looking at, at right now.
0: That's right. Yeah. That's it. They've they've set the market at a and you know, unless he's a white elephant, you know, like unless this is he is the unicorn. The other thing is, I saw this Izzy, you can talk to this. They were saying they for the what what they expect, they expect his career to have a progression like Israel flowers Do they know that Israel Flowers is one of the greatest rugby players of all time? Like, how can you <laughs> say that he is going to have a career like Israel Folau? He might be a freak, but you know what it's like. You've seen hundred talented kids that you know they they don't reach their potential for whatever reason, mm. an injury, it doesn't click. Like setting the bar at Israel Folau, do you not think is completely unrealistic?
1: No, I think that's what they're trying to do here. Israel Folau's impact on rugby union was phenomenal. Like he's the highest yeah. try scorer in Super Rugby, sixty odd tries and. Only a handful of games, too. So, here's a tri-square machine. Look, there's so much pressure on Joseph Sawali. And, yeah, look, the winner out of this is, you know, how I feel. They got him for cheap. He's one of their marquee players. When he goes away, he's going to play rugby union. And if he does make the switch back to rugby league, you know, like, there could be a case here, like he does, Louis, when the pressure's on and he he hasn't been able to perform, he can come back and get him for cheap again. So, yeah, look, it's it's interesting times, lads, and I love the conversation, Joseph Lee talking that, and well, yeah, rugby union. If that's, that is stat true, well, I'm no surpri- I'm not surprised here that they they did that because we're always behind the eight ball in terms of signing, and and we're always going after players after they've made it and having to sign over. So the winner out of this, Joseph Lee, well done to you. He's filled his pockets up, and Phil Gould said, "You yeah, go now."